Hello, everyone. Welcome to an allergy-filled edition of the Geekonomics podcast. I am suffering from allergies, hence why we're doing the show from home and not in the studio. Because just in case it's not allergies and it's head cold, I don't want to get Brian sick. He would then pass it off to his wife and it'd be a whole thing, and I don't want to deal with it. So we're doing it this way this week. Took off last week because of scheduling conflicts with work and such. Because, hey, this is a hobby. It's not our lives. So it is what it is. But how you doing, Brian? How are you feeling? I'm doing good, Mark. I'm Lucky feeling. Dog. I'm feeling fine. Um, I'm living kinda... off mucinex and cough drops. Yeah, sounds like no fun. It's it's terrible. Um, yeah, it, it's been a nice two weeks. The last two weeks have been nice. I mean, the weather has been absolutely amazing. So. Well, except for those couple days where it was like 90 degrees outside. Oh, that, those are the days I'm talking about. I absolutely yeah, love I do not like that at all. Oh, That's why I like this, is because it was like that. Well, no, you're like that because of the, the stuff in the air. Well, that's because it was so warm, yeah. It all like pollinated quickly. Yeah. I need to have it spread out more. You know, it's a little more of a progressive pollination. That's one thing. But all just like pops at once. This is what happens. It's popping. It's popping, popping. baby. Yeah. Um, but it has been nice to be in the studio. It is kind of weird to be back on Zoom. Yeah. So next week, we're going to try the studio on Tuesday. That's the plan, yes. That's the plan. Yes. Um, we did have I, so, You did have some bad news over the past couple weeks, though, unfortunately. Yes. My car. My Ford Taurus, my 2007 Ford Taurus. That's the fact that it lasted this long is quite amazing. 15 years um, I've had this bad boy. Um, so I, it wouldn't start. I had to jump it. I had to get an oil change. And I'm like, oh, it could be the battery. But I just bought a battery. So I was yeah. kind of, I was like, I don't know. Well, it's the alternator. But here's the thing. They, I brought it to Ford family and mm. uh, they're like, they don't make that alternator anymore. No. We've called, we've called two places so far and nobody has an aftermarket one. We can continue to call if you'd like us to. Yeah. Um, then they are saying that it not only was the alternator need to be replaced, mm. but I had multiple little leaks. Yeah. Then on top of that, I have a, this is, I've known for the last five years, there is a big rust hole yeah. underneath my passenger side uh, seat. seat. Yes. Um, so when it rains, the car, if I go through big puddles, the mm. carpet actually will become wet. That's not good. And I've known this. It's not a big, yeah, whatever. Passenger side. What do you care? You're not yeah. on that side. You know, I could just have the people stick their feet through yeah. and run. You know, the like Flintstone uh, deal, you know? Yeah. Help. They help they help break. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and there's been times where my brakes have gone, which I probably could have done that. Um, so Man, you and Dennis really have wait until the very last second to get to your cars. Well, so they uh they basically said and this is fun. This is coming from a dealership. Who wants to make money? I get yes. this. This is what they said to me. They said, Brian, you've been coming here for a very long time. 
I could sit here and tell you, you need to get all this fixed. But I'm I'm being straight with you. It's it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They said you should donate the car. Yeah. Is what they said to me, and I'm go. I'm, yeah. I'm going. Okay, if the dealership who wants to make worth, money fixes more money than the actual car is worth at this point. Well, there's so much rust underneath yeah. the car. He was saying that to pull out the things that need to be replaced, things are gonna break. Yeah, and he's like, I don't even know if it's worth it. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the Ford has been unregistered taken off my insurance and this Thursday I am donating it for like, it's a Connecticut cars for kids charity. Yeah. It will be picked up on Thursday by a tow truck. Yeah. I will say. Bye-bye. Well, bye-bye. Yeah. That's what we did with my mom's van after she passed. Yeah. That minivan sat there for a long time and not moved. And it was not, it started right up though when the tow truck came, which kind of blew our minds. Wow. Because it hadn't been touched. Yeah, very long time. Yeah, yeah. So no, that was yeah. the same kind of thing. It was like all like sitting low to the ground and everything had kind of worn out on it. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Uh it happens. I mean, we are fortunate enough to have two cars, so it's not gonna yeah. be a big deal. Uh, we are also fortunate enough that Allison works from home. Yeah. So it won't be a big deal. So yeah. uh, we will just go out in one car. It's fine. And once we pay off the Honda, we will look into getting a second car. Yeah. But not until the Honda's paid off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the Ford has been with me for a very long time. You know, it's been a long time. After the Saturn is when Place I got the Saturn. Ford. Yeah. Yeah. I drove this thing to Florida. I remember this, this thing has been to North Carolina a couple times. Yeah. It's been to Maine. Um, it's been Bunch of times. Yeah. New Jersey, Pennsylvania. It's been to, I drove this thing so many places. Yeah. A lot of fond memories. Um, I get to but clean I, it out tomorrow. I got a pull car out. vault stuff is stashed in that car. That and the Saturn. I think the Saturn yeah. mo- mo- more, Mark. We have- yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also would back and forth the Stafford and stuff back in the day and all that. Yeah, yeah. The- yeah. The I got field. that Ford when I was working at Stafford. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was crazy. I remember the place you bought it from is now a town for a tire. You um, bought it from that car credit place that was there. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. The guy who sold to me was a shyster. Yeah. He was a shyster, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was weird. Um. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I will always remember that. Yeah. Um. But I did it proper because I remember when I got rid of the Saturn and I got the mm. Ford. I before I got the Ford, I had to go to all these towns that I owed mill tax for. Yeah. Because I had moved around a lot, but then. I never paid my car taxes in those places because I didn't live there very long. So before I got the Ford on the road, I end up owning like three hundred dollars. Easily dispersed to all these places. Um, but this will never happen to me again. I went to Ed Vanfield webpage. I got deregistered, and they yeah. owe me money, which you know that, that never, never happens. happens. That never happens. Forty bucks coming my way, baby. Wow. Because my car tax in that thing was $80 a year. 
$80 a year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I remember my mom's wasn't that crazy either. It was like less than hundred dollars. And I was like, shut up. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Um, and then our Honda, it's like, you know, way more than that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, or other States where you just pay it once and never have to pay the tax again, because you already bought it. So am I being taxed on something I've already purchased? I get that, but the mill rate is to pay, help pay for roads and whatnot. Yeah. Because yeah. you're driving on the roads. Then so don't call it a car tax then. Call it a... It's a mill rate. It's called the mill rate. Living in town tax. That's what it's called. Mill, the mill rate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... So I, now... I lived in town. When I was living at my parents' house. I used to get it every year and I'd be like, why am I paying for the fire bill? Like, why am I paying a fire tax or a school tax? I don't have any kids. Why am I paying for their to go to school? No, you. Yeah, there you go. That's that's that's. There's two things in life, Mark: taxes and death. Yeah. Two certain things. Yeah. And I don't always agree with the taxes either, my friend. It's it's sometimes it's really yeah. dumb. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I don't want to sound like old men here. But anyway, yeah. the Ford Taurus. Sets goes sale. away on Thursday. Goes away on Thursday. So that's been you my. Have to get week. photos as it drives away and everything. I, I'm going to take photos tomorrow. I won't be home. It's oh. I'm just going to pick it up. I'm going to be at work. You're going to have Allison do it. Yeah, I told her she could. Tell she could, re- she could record it uh, from the, the the bedroom as it's being taken away. <laughs> um, but that's just hand over the keys or anything. The, the key and the title will be in the car. Gotcha. Yeah. The, I, they're like, you don't need to be home. I'm like, okay, good, because I will be at work. But <laughs> the, key, the key and the title will be in the car. S- take it. Yeah, we don't need you. We just need your car. Yeah, they don't care. They're yeah. just going to leave me a slip in my mailbox. It's Yeah, it's a donation yeah. slip. Yeah, you yeah. get that. Yeah. Um, other than that, Marcus, uh, I can give everybody my five-second Brian review, and then I'll I'll hand it over to you for your week, the last two weeks. Um, I saw Renfield uh, last week, and my five-second review, it was fun, it was funny, and the action was pretty uh, uh, awesome, gory, gross, fun movie. I give it an 8 out of 10. I know it didn't do very well over the weekend, but uh, definitely go check it out in the theater or when it, when it comes to home because Nicolas Cage was awesome as Dracula. And the cool thing is they took the old Dracula oh. movie and they put Nicolas Cage and uh, Holt. I can't think of his first name now. Yeah. Nicholas Holt. They put them in the old Dracula movie and they built the mythos based off of that and then where they are in modern times, which I thought was very clever. Like Nosferatu? Yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. And um, honestly, I could see them making a second one. They did leave some seeds that could potentially be a part two if they wanted. So, yeah, it was a fun movie. Um, Nicolas Cage was awesome. Um Ooh. That's my five-second review. Yeah. And so, Mark, how was your week? It was good. i uh, just been dealing with this for the past couple of days. So that's been a blast. Uh, I think it's really got kicked off. We got a, a curtain donated from another one of our studios who's moving 
the different location to a smaller spot. So they gave us one of their old curtains mm-hmm. and Chris brought in on Thursday and it was, it's been hanging up for a while. So it was very dusty and like stagnant-y. So I think like he like, like we put it into a room and like, like the dust came up and I think I got some of it in my face and me and dust don't get along very well. So I, I, yeah, I'm not yeah. good either. Yeah. So, uh, but besides that, just, uh, I did just finish watching all of Attack on Titan on Hulu. I know there's one more, like the final, final thing is coming out in the fall. Yeah, they split it to two. Yeah. So, uh, finished all the other parts of that. It's pretty good. It's nice. Like, it's one of those things, like I remember mentioning it before in the show. It's one of those things I always like see. We always see the things at the cons and the different shows and everything of kids wearing the cosplays and everything. It's like during the pandemic, it was one of those things where it's like, what is this? Why is this so popular? So it's on, it was on Hulu. So I decided to jump into it. Uh, I don't, I started watching the dubbed versions instead of the subtitled versions because it's hard to concentrate on the story as you're reading with that type stuff. So I'm not good at that. So if I just listen to dubbed one, I can actually pay attention to everything that's going on. But the dubbed, whoever they hired to be the kid, the main kid, his voice is very whiny. So it makes it annoying. So that's my only downside to that show. But I mean, the show is really good besides yeah. that. Uh, uh, speaking okay. of dub, to interject, I Chainsaw Man, which I love. I'm halfway yeah. through. I had stopped because I read there was going to be a dub version April 1st. Mm. It is now up on Hulu. So now I can finish the series because I don't mind reading. Yeah. The problem is if I'm watching it, and the, I'm playing with the cat, or if yeah. there's something going on, and I look away from the TV for a split second, I you miss I, half I, the stuff. Yeah, yeah, I and I don't mind. That's it. my thing too. Same thing. Yeah. I get like, or if there's action going on, you can't. I it's hard to read and see the, and read the animation at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm jumping back into Chainsaw Man now that there's a dub version out. Yeah. I'm going to continue where I left off. I was just waiting for that dubbed version to drop. Yeah, what well, is the that, maybe I'll jump back. Maybe I'll try it again. And see, if it's I... a fun. It's I like it a lot. Yeah, and there was a lot of cosplayers at uh, the Manchester Andrew show from Chainsaw Head. Yeah, um, so it's very it's become very popular. What is the one thing I think with Hulu grabbing a lot of that stuff from Funimation and Crunchyroll type stuff? I think it's starting to get out to a wider audience. Then if just on like on Crunchyroll, if people don't know what that is, it's like you're not going to watch it, you know. Well, if you're an anime fan, you know. Oh, I know, but I'm saying, but like non-anime fans wouldn't be as apt to jump on shows like us. We're not big anime guys. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have seen these shows. I wouldn't have searched out Crunchyroll to watch things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Hulu, and I'm looking for something to watch on Hulu. I'll be like, oh, that seems interesting. Let me check this out. Exactly. I agree. Like Cowboy Bebop got popular again because it popped up on Netflix. The original version, the anime version. Well, so. the anime version's on Hulu. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. how I watch. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
I mean, the live action came out and I think that yeah. made people more excited to go back and watch the original or yeah. see how bad that live action was and be like, I want to check out the anime and yeah. the anime is superior in every yes. way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. No, I agree. I agree yeah. that Hulu has, it, it, it does have a lot of anime on it, which is great. Yeah. And, Nef- and Netflix does too. So yeah, um, there's different ways to explain get exposed to it yeah uh yeah. what else Marcus? netflix i just watched um transatlantic which is a show on netflix which is uh jillian jacobs from community is oh in. yeah uh yeah it's a uh set in world war ii it's all about uh marseille's france and like beginning of the war when the nazis are first moving into france and she's helping I can't keep, I always forget the guy's name of the actor. That's the other guy that's in it. But her and this other guy are part of the, a group of Americans who are trying to help like uh, artists and musicians and different people like that are Jewish or anything like that. Like the Nazis didn't want any of that stuff. So they are trying to help all those people get to America or out of the country. And the guy that's the, consult for america it shows how like america was before pearl harbor america probably was never going to jump into the war it kind of goes into that story a little bit like hey it's not our problem we're not going to deal with this and no one in america wants these people to show up either so you know so it goes into that a little bit and it's very interesting and she's a very good job she's a great actress but there was like a small little like eight episode series that they did to kind of like just it's like a mini series kind of thing. But that was really good. You'll never see it, but it was really good. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have Netflix right now. I know. I, know. I, I won't see it, but yeah. maybe I will. Yeah. Uh, besides that, just watching the usual stuff. Nothing crazy. Hadn't really been. I know we were talking about in the group chat and I'm kind of like coming back around to what you guys are talking about, I kind of want to start seeing other movies besides just the big movies again. Well, yeah, because like sometimes uh, me and Mike will go to movies on Friday because Mm. I love going to the movies and Fridays I have off. So like it's perfect time um, for me, unless we're going on a Thursday night and um I wanted to see if anybody's interested in Evil Dead, but nobody was. So I think me yeah, and not, Mike, yeah, I'm not going to see that. And my brother are going to go Friday afternoon. Mm. Um, but there's, a, dude. I mean, this year alone, there's going to be some awesome flicks coming out. Um, Stray, Stray's looks awesome. Yeah, I saw, like, saw the trailer for that. That's really good. Yeah, like there are some great comedies and stuff that, like, I just kind of missed. I was reminiscing. I kind of miss the days. Remember, Mark, we see we saw Dodgeball and mm. it was a effing funniest movie. We yeah. see with a group of people. Hangovers. Uh, hangover. Remember seeing Road Trip? Yeah. You know, that movie, we laughed our asses off. But like if I had saw the movie at home by myself, very different. Yeah. And like I, you know, I as much as I love seeing MCU movies, which is but like it'd just be nice to see other big movies that are not superhero related you know i kind of miss seeing the big comedy 
I miss seeing like that kind of stuff. Well, they also have to make them too. That's the other thing. Well, they are. They're out there. They're coming I'm out. Saying there's just not like a lot of movies that like there are, but I'm saying it's not like there's also also not a huge amount of movies that people are like, oh my gosh, I gotta see this movie. You know? Well, there's a lot of movies coming out this year that I want to see. But some of them are not even on like in the theater, I'm saying. Like that quasi movie. I think it's a broken lizard guys. That looks interesting. It's on Hulu. Oh, I, I have. You know, Brooklyn Lizard, they're hit or miss for me. Like, I've seen a couple, like, they're funny, but sometimes they put out some movies that are just turds. So mm. I'm, I'm happy it's on Hulu because I wouldn't go to the theater for that. Yeah, um, no. But, um, but, like, I think Strays would be a fun one to get a group to go. Um, like, uh, Spider Man to the Spider Verse. I oh, mean, yeah. I know, I know, me and you are interested in going that was yeah. awesome um but there's a lot of movies i was just thinking i was just remembering the good old days like that oppenheimer movie i want to see that one. Oh yeah i want to see Oppenheimer. i i like christopher nolan anyway but yeah. like i do want to see that that looks really good um yeah a lot of good I mean, another movie which was a big movie and it's coming back out as a special release uh, we haven't talked about this yet on the 28th of this month which is two next friday actually uh they're putting return of the jedi back in the theaters for one day yeah you know i'm waiting the anniversary thing i'm waiting for the orchestra version because that is the last one we need to see with a live orchestra yeah i'm one because we've already seen the first two with the live orchestra but just the and fact I- that seeing return of the jedi in theaters again like in the theater I've seen it in the theater. It's a special edition. I saw, I've seen all the special editions in the theater. I mean, yeah, it would be cool, but I'd be even better if it was the orchestra version because that's, for me, yeah. that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. So. I, know, I might still just go do it anyways, just to start yeah. working in the theater is always awesome. No but matter. is it going to be around here? Yeah. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. East wind, East uh, West Springfield. What the twenty eighth? It's a yeah. Friday. Yeah. Well, I can go during the day. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, yeah. We'll keep. I'll keep myself. Uh. We'll have to look into it next week once yeah. they release times. I don't want to. Let's not do that now on the show. Um. But we'll look at. Uh. I'll let you. We'll we'll talk more off of the show. Yeah. I did see a trailer for this movie, which I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it. The Last Voyage of the Demeter. It's uh, Sony's doing a... Um, it's the story. It's literally just the story of Dracula coming from Europe to America. Yes, I saw the trailer. Ship. It looked pretty good. I was like, that's right up Brian's alley. I'm not ever going to see it, but Brian will love it. That did look pretty cool. It did look like a really cool. Um, yeah. Like we saw the trailer before Renfield and it looked pretty cool. All right, Mark, we should get into some news. Okay. We got to talk about Mandalorian episode six and seven. Yes, we do. Now, the start, let's start off with Star Wars Celebration that yes. happened last week. In London. Um, there was a lot of big things came out. I know everybody probably knows majority of things by now, so we're not going to say anything yes. new or different. 
I will say they did put out the new Indiana Jones trailer and I watched it and I thought it was a much, in my opinion, a very much better trailer that made me a little bit more excited for the movie. Um, I I played it for Allison because we're going to try to watch all the Indiana Jones movies prior to the new movie. Except Crystal Skull. She's never seen it, so we're going to watch it, I think. Skip it. You don't even have to even let her see it. No point. Um, But, yeah, we might skip it. I don't know. We'll see how far we get. But yeah. I hope this is good. I hope it's good. The trailer... Like, I, I am... I am cautiously optimistic after this new trailer. I'm yeah. cautiously optimistic. I want to go in with low expectation and I want to be wowed and surprised and ha- happy afterwards is what I want. Yeah. So, yeah, it looked good. Um, the, I will say some of the news that came out of the Star Wars television shows and stuff. The one thing that stuck out for me, and then I'll go to you, Mark, you can tell me what stuck out to you, was two things. Ahsoka, the trailer for Ahsoka looked really good. Yes, it looks amazing. Um, And I'm cautiously optimistic about that. I'm going in there cautious. I've been burned a couple times in these Star Wars shows. And then also, bless you, what... It was a cough, but thank you. Okay. The second thing um that makes me happy or i'm happy to hear is dave filoni said that he will be making a movie that will cap off the mandalorian ahsoka and um whatever things are attached to a book of bubba fett it will kind of cap off this world Mm. um and uh, I like that idea. I like the fact that Dave Filoni will be doing it. Yeah. Um, so that made me happy to hear that. Yeah. That, because a couple, like a month ago, John Favreau was just kind of, and I know they, they say things because they want people to be surprised. <laughs> he basically said, well, we don't really know what direction we're going in. We could, we're just going to go on. Yeah. They don't like to say anything. They got to hold it for the big reveals. And when I heard that, I was just like, oh, it sucks. Um, yeah. But knowing where they're going now with this reveal, to me, is good. Um, but those were the three things that stuck out to me, Mark. Uh, for you, what were your top two or top three things that came out of this? The biggest thing for me was the uh, announcement that they're going to do nine new movies. That was a nine? Yeah, they're doing like a full, like trilogy or like a full like thing of they only announced three movies no i think there was like a i saw a thing where they did a timeline that they're gonna do like from new republic all the way through i think they only announced three movies but the timeline they showed had a lot of things on it yeah i know i think that that... i think they're hinting that there's going to be movies across the whole timeline that i thought that was no because when i was watching i think that was saying that's that's that that runs the gambit of television and movies and whatever else they're putting in they didn't announce nine movies they announced three movies 
Okay. I'm pretty hundred. I'm pretty sure there's only three movies they announced. Okay. Um, Filoni movie. Yeah. The uh, Ray Skywalker's coming back. Uh, movie. Yeah. For the 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 new Jedi um training, she could be the yeah Jedi school. Yeah. Um, and then, oh gosh, oh there was something that's taking place the new republic one or the uh old republic like it was like a it was like in the beginning or something yeah the old republic the prequel you know i'm i'm thinking i'm really doing books about it and everything and relaunching all that stuff but i'm let's see movies i'm gonna look it up star wars movies Announced at Star Wars Celebration 2023. Okay. Okay. Three new Star Wars films and the return of Daisy Ridley. Um, Mandalore spinoff is a go. Obi Wan. Um, so yeah, three movies were announced. And hold on. Here we go. I've got the page. Okay. Uh, three new live action Star Wars movies from James, um, James Manigold, Dave Filoni, yes. and Chairman Odea Ch- Ch- Chinoy to Daisy Ridley's return to Ray in a film set after Rise of Skywalker. Um, so there you go. That's all three live action Star Wars movies from um, those are the three. Dave Filoni, um, and then Daisy Ridley is getting one, and I think the other one might be like a like post or kind of like the beginning of the Jedi. I think I don't really know. I can't really find it. Uh, here we go. Uh, James Mangold's movie will go back to the Dawn of the Jedi, where Dave Filoni's will focus on the New Republic and close out the interconnected stories told in Mando, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and other Disney Plus series. And then Shermin Obad Shinoi's film will be set after the events of Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Feature Daisy Ridley back as Rey as she builds a new Jedi Order. Right. That's it. That's all we got. Three movies announced. That's it. Um, which is fine. Um, I didn't I mean, enjoy the fact that we're getting. Um, they also uh, introduced the uh, Andor season two. Is common. Yeah. That's. That. Uh. That is going to be a Wookiee Jedi Master from the Acolyte. That's going to be pretty neat. That's like the birth of, um, uh, like the birth of the Sith kind of thing. Is that what the Acolyte's about? I don't know anything about the Acolytes. It's from the High Republic era. Here, I'm reading the thing right now. Uh, it's, it's this is when bad guys are outnumbered. He said. 
uh, they are the underdogs, and so it seemed like the perfect part of the timeline to explore in live action. That's from the guy who's making it, or someone who's working on it. Um, I am, out of all the movies, other than the Dave Filoni thing, which we don't know if it's going to be a theater movie or a Disney Plus movie, which I kind of feel like it's going to be a Disney Plus movie. Yeah. I mean, it could be both. It could go in the theater. I think, I think it would be going to theaters. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. Maybe. I'm kind of interested to see the Skeleton Crew thing, too. That's going to be interesting. The Jude Law. Yeah. Show. Did they show anything for that? I can't remember. Uh, they introduced the cast. It's Jude Law and uh, three kids or two kids. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Um, the the Ray. So they know, put an in-room teaser. So it probably wasn't going to be released to anybody. They focus on a group of children going off into space for unknown reason. Uh, one of the one of the in the trailer, someone asks, "Don't you ever want to do anything exciting?" One asks, while adults are desperate for them to return home safely. Near the end, they encountered Jude Law's character, who draws something to his hand with the Force. You're a Jedi, someone says. So he's a Jedi. And these kids were like being either kidnapped or something. So we'll find out more about that as it gets closer. That's coming out this year, I think. Yeah, something this year. Um, but yeah, we'll see where it all goes. Yeah. Hey, we're getting other um, visions. That's pretty cool. Those were pretty fun. You know, I, I actually, I was watching that trailer. I'm more excited for visions and most of this stuff. Um, yeah. This look cool. I, I got to rewatch the, the first season. I think I watched one or two and I yeah. doubt. Um, might have to give him a second chance. Um, I mean, the big uh, thing with Ahsoka, I know I said this to you in the chat and I've said it to you before. It's going to be very interesting to see the reception from the folks like yourself who've never watched the cartoons. Because just watching the trailer, there's a lot of references and a lot of people in that trailer that are from the cartoon that if you don't know who they are, it's going to be, unless they do a, like an explanation of who these people are, it's going to be tough to like have attachment to these people. I mean, you know, Mandalorian season three is doing a bang up job of that. I have no attachment to anybody yeah. other than the one character who's barely in it. Um, See, that's the thing is where I think that's the difference is people who hadn't seen who haven't seen who've seen rebels and watched clone wars which were dave filoni things like i'm more interested in the story because i know bogatan's arc and how she's gone through everything and what it's going to now like to me this season been really good because she's been in it and it's been telling her story and din's been there to like help her through this situation so for me, I think it's a different take on the show than it is for people who haven't seen that stuff but don't have that connection to the character. Well, I'll tell you. To you, it's just a character that popped up in season two and now she's taken over season three. 
Yeah. Well, she was also in Book and Bubble. What's Fett, the point? Too. But it's like, what's the point? And your guys, and, and like a person who hasn't seen the Rebels shows and stuff, it's like, why is this person in my show? Basically. Basically. But yeah. I will I will say this. I will say, and I said this in the chat, I think John Favaro stinks at writing by himself. I don't yeah. think he's that good. Yeah. He's proven not to be that good. I mean, critically, in the reviews from people, have been very low this season. But this past week's episode that was written by John Favreau and um, Dave Filoni yeah. was 100% the best episode of the whole season. Yeah. Um, also, I will, I will tell you, Bo-Katan, she's a great character and all. But this episode made me more interested in everything that was going on because something actually happened. Yeah. Um, and I, honestly, I think I know Dave Filoni's worried is writing and doing Ahsoka. I understand yeah. that. But man, John Favreau needs a writing partner or Dave Filoni needs to write with him because I feel like Dave Favreau and episodes are just not that good. I mean, episode six was, a, in my opinion, the worst episode of the entire show. Which is crazy because it was like in your wheelhouse. It was like Law and Order meets Star Wars. It was like bad, cheesy Law and Order episode. And the guest stars, I think, took me out of it. Like Lizzo is a bad actress, first of all. She was great in SNL. So I wasn't, I, I yeah. wasn't sure... Her acting was just, she looked the part. Her acting was bad. Jack was it Black just the was acting just Jack bad Black. or was it the writing bad? Both. I think both. And then I'll tell you this Christopher Lloyd, I don't know why, but he worked totally. Yeah. He worked totally. But his character was, it was so obvious. The first person they talked to, and he got the cartoonish red button, yeah. like, oh, well, he's the reason. And yeah. then, oh, he's the reason. I, it was just kind of like the last five minutes of that episode was the best part of that episode. And yeah. I was kind of like, why did we go on this weird? There's a lot of that this season. Like, why are we doing this? Why we didn't we need to do that. Anything? It would have made, in my opinion, that episode would have been fantastic. If you got rid of that whole side mission, they went to that planet and Bo-Katan had to confront Chad, I don't know that guy's name. I call him Chad. Chad and the group. And yeah. maybe I have a whole episode giving context to us, the audience, and maybe them having explore that more other than a five-minute fight scene where she just takes him down and then all of a sudden she's got the dark sword, which we knew she was, she was going to have anyway. Even though that was the best part of the episode, that would have been made a great show. Why did we get this really crappy uh, Law and Order episode? It was bizarre. I, I, it was such a weird episode. It wasn't my favorite at all. I, yeah. I just, I don't know. Nothing about it was that great. It was kind of corny. It felt like a cartoon because why would a droid have a card on him? It just felt cartoonish. It was very cartoony. Yeah. I don't know. That's my opinion about it. I don't know. It just was kind of weak. But I mean, 
this past week, I think was the best episode of the whole season. It made me care. Things happened. I felt urgency. I felt like, oh, we're moving the story forward. So to me, it just shows that I, I think Dave Filoni is a fantastic writer. I think he can elevate a story. And I, I've watched enough things with him being interviewed. Mm. He knows his stuff. And John Favreau is good too, but I just, I, this season has just been lacking. And I think it's the, I kind of wish they would just write together personally. That's it. It's like know. they gave it to the point where they've, we've gone back to what we've said many times. It's like they're putting too many things out there. Like they're trying to interweave too many things together. Like it feels like Mandalorian this season's like a prequel to, Ahsoka. There's going to have the big story in Ahsoka, but they're setting it up in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. and then and then the other thing that I could give two shits about, we need to explain how Snoke and then how the cloning happened to bring back the uh, the Emperor. We knew that was coming no matter what, because they're not going to retcon it. No, but they don't even have to touch on it. That's the part I don't like. I don't care. But it's timeline-wise, you have to have it in there. You can't just ignore uh... it. Uh, I, Having Thrawn come back leads into the the first the last order coming. You know, you know what's weird? It's weird that other than the original Star Wars movies, which those are by far the best Star Wars things ever made. Yeah. Then you had prequels that come out that have problems. So Dave Floaty shows up and he like fixes that with all his side stuff. Yeah. Then, then Disney's like, let's put out new mo- sequel movies, but with no plan. Yeah. They do that. They, they, in my opinion, fucked up that the landing. Yeah. And then a lot of people complain about that last yeah. movie. And then Dave Foley comes back, and they're making the Mandalorian, and they're like, hey, now let's. Can you fix let's, our stuff? We did last. Fix, other yeah, stuff I mean, like this, this guy, like. He's like the cleanup crew. He comes around and cleans up everything. I know, but part of me is just like, you know what? We all know the Emperor came back because of writing, a bad writing. We'll just leave it at that. Can we just do something else, please? Yeah. I don't know. It's well, not my... It's canon because it like happened in... Like even uh, Battlefront, they had a whole segment where he comes up as a... As a like in a robot thing and all that, so... Yeah, it's going to happen least, no matter what you do. It's going to happen. My least favorite thing. It's my least favorite thing. I know. I know. It's not. I don't know. I just don't care. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the magic of the Mandalorian for me, season one and two, was it's, its own thing. It was its own story. Yeah. And that's what I loved. Yeah. One fourteen, you knew it wasn't going to stay there because it's going to get connected to the wider story sooner or later. Well, season three obviously yeah. i have come to terms with this mark i've come to terms and i'm fine yeah. i'm fine with it if the writing's good and mm-hmm. like i said this last episode i thought the writing was good and you know it even if i don't get all the references i'm still enjoying i'm i still enjoy yeah the storyline i know bo katan was going to get the, the dark saber because din never wanted it to begin with so that no. makes total sense yeah um i just wish they move this story along. Yeah. They, the begin the middle of this season was just, I don't know. They're just like, let's just tell these really off-putting stories that made yeah. no sense. 
Um, did you notice those three birds they took? They ate them. Yes. Yes. Everybody yeah. thought they were going to turn them into what? Like they were going to ride yeah. them. No, no they ate them. They, they ate. ate them. Yeah. They killed the mom. Yeah. They took the babies. Yeah. And they ate them. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, this this kind of goes into our review of Mandalorian six and yeah. seven. Yeah. Um, I am. Here's my thing. I want to throw it to you. Yeah. I've kind of thought this as soon as I saw Moff Gideon in his outfit. Uh, it looked very similar. The helmet looks very similar similar to the armorer's helmet. The rumors the equipping the Empire with stuff to try to get Mandalore back. Well, they're saying that the last episode was called Spies. And we yeah. don't know who the spy was and if it yeah. was the armorer because of the the, the points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot of people are thinking it could be the armor. Um, and how the, I think the armor took off. Yes, armor as they were about to go into the underground, there was injured folks from the uh, before they even took off to go to the forge where she must have known where the empire was down there. People are saying. Because they conveniently found them. She's like, oh, I'll uh, I'll take all the injured back to the fleet. You know? So she flew away yeah. with the injured people. I did like the um, those three Mandalor- Mandalorians that were on that Living ship. Living the pirates. Yeah. I did like them. I thought they were cool. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like that's almost how I want them to look when they take their helmets off. Yeah. They all look disheveled and, you know, yeah, like, they haven't shaved or anything. Right. Um, I also think that Din is going to be rescued by Grogu now that he has that new body. IG 12. Yeah. Like, which, which I think was a lot of fun. Talk about making a character just to make a toy. Well, come on. That's what Star Wars has always been. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, they're just, there's a toy right there for you. So, right, right. Very Kang reminded me of Kang a little bit. Yeah. Um, from Ninja Turtles, you know, like yeah. the brain inside the um, muscle body. Yeah. And Kang's got the controls. Um, yeah. So I thought that was cool. I, I, you know, it was a fun ending. I, I like, obviously, I think the Mythosaurus is going to come. It's going to happen this episode, I'm assuming. We we've seen it. It's got to show up. Like I think, the theory I have on this is, if the armor was the spy that helped with that, and Bo told her about the mythosaur. Yeah. And if the mythosaur shows up, the armor then turns back against Moff Gideon and all them. Somehow, like something in that vein, like something happens where she's like. Oh yeah, no, I shouldn't have done what I did. You know, I don't know. Something. It seems very interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how it all works out. She could be the, the one who dies. And not that any of you lost or anything. It's not gonna be a major loss or anything. You know, when that big guy died, it wasn't a big deal to me. I was like, oh, that guy died. I don't know who. I mean, the only part of it that was sad was that uh, 
I don't even know his name. But you know that he had a kid. That's the only sad part about it. But it wasn't his kid. They don't have kids, Mark. It was someone they brought in. It wasn't. No, he said it was his son when they were doing the hunt thing when they went after the birds. Yeah, but they don't. They don't take their helmets off. That doesn't mean anything. You don't need and, to. Take and they're all dudes. Kid. They're all dudes. No, they're not. I don't think it was. Armor is a female. I don't think they were all. I don't think it was his kid. I think it was someone they brought in. No, I don't think so. I think it was his son. He says it. That's my son. Well, he was a dumbass anyway. And what, what, he's like, no, I knew he was going to stay and die when he said that. I'm like, oh, he's going to go down with the ship. Yeah. He, there wasn't that many left. I think there was two. He takes out the two. He could have left, but no, he stayed. But then we get the... Um, Praetorian guards. Yeah, we get the guards out of nowhere. And they well, take out of nowhere. Down. Moff Gideon requested them. But it was weird that Moff Gideon took off and they weren't with him, but they were hanging. They just took him down. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I was just like, oh, John Favreau's <laughs> character died. It didn't, I yeah. don't know. It didn't really yeah. do anything. Um, but I feel like someone big might die this episode. That mm. a little we'll bit see. more weight to it. Uh, but the armor, I think she's a spy. I think that could be it. Yeah. Um, but it also would make no sense because she's the one that pushes Bo Katan to be the one who brings everyone together. Yeah. Unless, unless that was the plan to get all the Mandalorians together and to wipe them out. Which makes no sense. Like, why would she put because, everyone together? Because the Mandalorians don't exist later on in the story. They don't show up. So, but if, we know of just they if, weren't in the movies, doesn't mean they're not out there. If, if, if the Mandalorians are back on the planet and that's where the base was, and she's like, You're the one who's gonna get everyone together. I don't know. I feel like they're this, yeah. it could have been her way. This was a way of getting everyone together and to wipe them out. I'm not, I'm not saying they're gonna be wiped out. Yeah, what a potential trying to wipe them out yeah just seems like a weird i don't know it's like the whole point of her of the thing of her being the 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 person that turns on them would be so weird because she like was the one that organized the whole thing you know and brought all those mandalorians together and had them all hiding out and all that stuff and keeping them out of the stuff it seems weird to have her be that but who knows It it could happen I don't know. But I'm we'll a, who, find out tomorrow. So, well, who 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 else could be the spy? Who could be the turncoat? Who else could there be? Another that they could go back to that person on Coruscant. Who? That uh, soldier that's on Coruscant that he mm-hmm. talked to, that fried the guy's brain. Well, we know He's that. So that's one of the spies they'd be talking about. Yeah, we know that. We know she's a spy. I'm sure there's some other stuff they'll talk about. I know it's going to lead into Ahsoka. So. Oh, there's going to be a post-credit scene that will lead yeah. to Ahsoka. Maybe something nope. with Thrawn or something. Yeah, Thrawn's going to have to make an appearance. I think. Yeah. Um, I am excited for Thrawn. I'm I'm excited to learn more about Thrawn. Yeah. 
Um, so, but like I said, even though I've never watched the cartoons and stuff, I'm still invested in some of this. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just wish this season gave us more to chew on throughout the season. Yeah. Why wait to the last two episodes? You know, to give us all the good stuff. I don't know. It's Seems just weird. The way it was structured it was very strange. It was very weird. But as we get ready to wrap it up here, need your, your ratings for episode six and seven. All right. For me, six, episode six was a six. Oh. Um, I, I would give it a five. I would give it a five totally. Um, but the la- I enjoyed the last five minutes. I only give it a five. I was still entertained, even though I thought yeah. it was the dumbest episode ever. Yeah. Um, and then episode seven, I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I like that we're moving. We're moving now. Yeah. It, it's like, why did you guys wait this long to actually tell the story of what the hell this season's all about? Yeah. Um, I give it, I give it an eight. I would give it a nine if this episode had come sooner. I give yeah. it an eight. Because I'm holding out that we're going to stick the landing here. And that could be a 9 or 10. So yeah. I'm going to give this one an 8. What about you, Mark? Uh, I'm a little bit less annoyed by episode 6. I'll give it a 7 just because Jack Black was in it. So that gives it a bonus point for me. I like Jack Black. I, I like I didn't too. think Lizzo's character was as bad as you thought it was. But whatever. I'm not saying... Um, listen, I'm not saying... They they look the parts, but they just felt like it just felt unnecessary. Just a weird episode. Just a weird yeah. episode. But okay. uh, in episode seven, I'll give it a, I'll give it an eight as well. I think that it was a good rating for it. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for this. Like I said, just let's see what they do with tomorrow the finale. Yeah. As soon as yeah. they wrap this all up and where we're going next, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. I I. That's what the season was missing for me was. Week to week, I was losing interest. I was like, yeah. they're not giving me anything to chew on for the week to yeah. get excited. This episode eight, I mean seven, yeah. was the first time I was like, I am looking forward to the yeah. next episode. Yeah, exactly. They didn't do that episode one and two. And then yeah. after that, it was just kind of like, I don't know. Well, yeah. something might happen. You don't know. I yeah. don't know. Um, so well, stay tuned tomorrow. We'll find out. We'll be back on Tuesday. Yeah. We'll be all about it. So. And we'll be back in the studio, right, Marcus? That's the plan. That's the plan. As we always say at the end of every show, be safe, be well, be kind. And rewind. See you all next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.